This is baby boy Brian Babylon, and I never listen to none taken. I don't know if it's just an urban legend, but do you want to know my favorite, like just one of my favorite all-time random facts? Yeah. It's not like something that's going to show up on Jeopardy, as you'll soon see. <laughs> okay. Um, some guy at Sears fulfilled an order for Ernest Hemingway for one shotgun and one shell. Brit, I have not heard this before. I mean, we're not really doing a show. Do you want to double check me on that? Yeah. That's pretty wild to think of, right? That is. Like, just being like, nope, nothing suspicious there. Shout out to, uh, I got that from Cody, and Kitbags never lied about anything. So <laughs> that sounds like I'm saying they do. I, what? That's not the implication. Oh. Further reports specified the gun was a, a boss that he had purchased from Abercrombie and Fitch. That's what hilarious. It wasn't Sears. Wow. They really were Abercrombie outfitters. And Fitch sold. like their t-shirts apparently were true so they're like if cracker barrel someday dies but the country store lives on yeah i guess they're like look like we can't make pancakes and chicken fried steak anymore but people like candles so (laughs) abercrombie (laughs) oh wait i guess let's have men in uh with abs and and pump the store with perfume so you'd smell it in the fucking mall oh they had a specially designed perfume yeah um there's some i guess there's some controversy where they're saying that Somebody is claiming that it wasn't from Abercrombie and Fitch, that it was a uh, was actually made by WNC Scott and Son. It was his a gun he'd had for some time. Oh, really? Like he had, okay, yeah. all right. Well, I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. Eh, eh I don't mind it. I guess You're supposed okay. to say Chinese food makes me sick. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, even when they were popular, I never thought that that was a statement someone meant like, yeah, you like girls are like, it's not specific. Like, and not like, oh yeah, no, there's chicks in there. Kind of a weird statement. I was more I of a right. old Navy. I, I was into those old Navy chicks myself, <laughs> not their clothes, but those big glasses and the old lady, uh, you would think yeah. that's when I'd hit the button, but I have more to talk you about. Would think. No, <laughs> no, no. In fact, there probably won't be a good time as we've already had, but um, mm-hmm. I've got my own agenda. I wanted to talk about this at the end of the last show, but you were like, Alan, or not, I'm Alan, I'm Dustin. <laughs> I was talking to myself. Yep. You were like, Dustin, this can't be a three hour show. So we're not going to start talking about fucking Don Johnson at the end of. Uh, oh, yes. Don Johnson. So I put a link here in our um, headline show at the top of the page here, right right before where it says tournament three times. So we don't forget to do the tournament. So we don't forget tournament. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, OK, we're not yeah. going to forget. <laughs> uh, why don't you open that real quick? So this is the Wikipedia for Don Johnson. Um, okay. The kids know who Don Johnson is, right? Star Miami of Vice. Miami Vice and TV's Natch Bridges. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Probably an NCIS or two. Or maybe that's probably. just Nash Bridges and I forget. Look up his IMDb. Okay, sure. so scroll on down to marriages. Early life. There's a lot of suspicious Miami. activity here. Oh, Nash Bridges, yes. No, 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 stop. You're not. That's Get out of there. Go to his marriages is what I said. I'm trying to find it. I'm what do you scrolling. mean? It's up at the top in his bio, like uh, spouses or whatever. You'll see it. Okay. Uh, his mother, his father, mother graduated early years Miami Vice what the hell is going on here I just looked at this the other day are you saying it's been updated since then no it's over on the right are you saying there's like a head go Alan oh personal see I was getting there no it's on the what are you talking about it's not a tab like when you open up here I'm going to present this page to you Johnson has been married five times. No, no, no. Stop, women. stop, stop, stop. Oh, don't. Okay. Obviously, I'm telling you that you're doing it wrong. Don't start talking more and <laughs> ad-libbing in yeah, some way. Happening. What do you mean? Look at the screen. Does your Wikipedia look the same as mine? 
Do you see this giant box on the right-hand side where it has, like, all the summary yes. information? Oh, look at all this. Spouses. All right Dude, there. Come on. I'm looking at the main article, not the fucking thing on the right. Okay. I'm your right. co-host. I'm the one that brought this to you. You know my ADHD brain. All I'm reading is this little box here that says born occupation. I should have known this. You should have known that. Yeah, yeah. It's on you to have known that. Okay. Unknown spouse. Oh. In 1968. Uh, and uh, it was annulled in 1968. He has one unknown spouse. Okay. And then we move on to the next. Spouse another unknown spouse. Another unknown. 1973. Annulled, annulled 19, in 1973. Yeah. Then Melanie Griffith. Twice. Twice. With a uh, Patty D'Arberville in between, apparently. Partner. She wasn't, you know. Yeah, but that's the explains the gap. Hey, and then Kaylee F- Feger. I think it's kind of weird that uh, he has two unknown spouses. and he's That is kind of like. You know what, though? This is back in before the internet, man. You could do that. You could get away with so. that shit back He's telling me the 60s are too far back in time for people to attract the Yeah, man. You could, just, to. you could just be incognito. Bro. I can spit into a tube and get a list back of every relative I've ever had, but you can't tell me who Don Johnson's wife was between 1963 <laughs> There's and There's no TMZ, bro. Like, I guess so. Okay, so um, the thing about Nash Bridges blew my mind. I got stuck on this. Um, so one of the podcasts I was listening to was talking about um, a plane that, that didn't cra- it crash landed. Uh, but the, the power went out on the plane, the jet engines powered the electrical and they ran out of gas in a commercial in a seven sixty seven, Um, and so they had no props and they glided and landed in, um, a, a part of Canada called little ice, new, new Iceland. Uh, hmm. anyway, um, somebody fucked up the pre-flight. Well, so the former captain was a guy named Don Johnson. And I believed the co-host of this podcast and thought that it was TV's Don Johnson. They were being silly like we do. Different sometimes. guy. Yeah. So I was like, what the hell? And then it was even more confusing because apparently Don Johnson was a speedboat pilot. So like there's a part of his history here of being a speedboat pilot. Anyways, I, this is all to oh, explain to you. Racing, pow- yes. Yes. So this all is to explain why on earth I was spending any time on Don Johnson's wiki. <laughs> so I found out in the little facts that you don't know. Mm-hmm. That he was good friends with Hunter S. Thompson. Really? And him and Hunter S. Thompson wrote a um, uh, a script for a movie. Huh. So the script was, you know, it wasn't greenlit. But the concept of it went on to be the, t- the basis for the TV show Nash Bridges. What? <laughs> I never in my life was I ever interested in actually watching Nash Bridges, but I'm having second wow. thoughts now. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. All right. Well, I told you it would have been better to hit this button earlier. <laughs> Y'all let me in this damn house. Should we hit record? Yeah. One, two, three. I feel better getting Are that off ready? my chest. I've been wanting to talk about Don Johnson for 48 hours. <laughs> Are you recording? Yes. <laughs> Start a show. Let's start a show. That podcast is filling your head with garbage. I no offense taken there. Well, it sounds like none taken. Oh. 
to the Friday Headlines Roundup edition of Not Taken, where every week my good friend Alan brings me things to read at you that I've never looked at. But I'm informed because I listen to 13 hours of podcasts a day and Alan watches three hours of cable news all out of our own volition so you don't have to. We're your antidote to mainstream media. Come around here. We uh, we, we do our best to um, to uh, to be your... Did I already say we're the antidote to... Hey, head on over to SlickIt'sDigital.com. Slickit's Digital for all your SEO and marketing needs. Uh, head on over to Edipole Arrangements where you can support the show by buying some of our merch. Uh, it is Friday, though, so uh, I didn't fucking set up the thing. I'm playing it anyways, but I got to close this thing. I got Oh, my goodness. It's, it's a race, Alan. It's a race. Are you waiting to receive no, my no, limp penis? It's just uh, doing it wrong all on its own. In a moment. So, another Friday is upon us. What'll you be doing, Smithers? Something gay, no doubt. What? What? You know, lighthearted, fancy-free. Mothers, lock up your daughters. Smithers is on the town. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, sir. <laughs> hey, so, did you notice what I uh, threw in there? I don't know if you saw this, Alan, but uh, apparently for $1, I could get one year of Oedipal Arrangements, or for $22, I can squat on OedipalArrangements.com. For uh yeah. So and then I redirected I, I redirected that to fungiblenuntakens.com, which redirects you to the convoluted website that Teespring gives you. Horrible service, by the way. I would never plug Teespring to any if anyone asked me like who to use as a, a dropship vendor, I would be like, I'm uh, not Teespring. But I mean <laughs> I'm I'm there already. A better one will come up. Um yeah, anyways. If anybody has a so, recommendation, I'm open for it. But yeah, edible arrangements was available, is what you're saying, right? Well, do you think people know how to spell Oedipal? No, I didn't even. I and I can't even spell arrangements. I always want to spell it like arraign, <laughs> arraignment. Fuck you, arraignment's a word, okay? And if it weren't for uh, this fucking guy doing everything right, and you know, uh, I did everything right, and, and they, they arranged me. me. I wouldn't have to know this word so much. It's a businessman doing business. It's a businessman doing business. Trying to get Oedipal I mean, I was a businessman doing business. Puerto Rico. Huh? I feel better. <laughs> Uh, anyways, yeah, you can head to Oedipal Arrangements. Starts with an O, and uh, EdipalArrangements.com. I, I just feel like if we say that enough, um, somebody else that has like a bigger platform than us will copy us, and then someone's really going to want to create Oedipal Arrangements as a dating site, and they'll have to buy it from me. So our whole job is wait, just to wait, get, hold on. What, what would the Edible dating site oh, be? That's the you want to stop. On, uh, is that what it is? I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe they like connect you with people that will fly you to countries that are okay with, you know, mother son relationships. And then you oh, know, they wow. coordinate it for you. I'm not sure. I haven't thought it through. I, Look, they're yeah, the yeah, ones clearly. that have to come up with it. I'm saying it's a great brand name and I we just have to see your elevator pitch for edible arrangements. That's well, be great. Yeah. Maybe in you. Oh, I'm not going to say. Nope. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Wait, just, can I talk to you in the kitchen really quick? Yeah. Yeah. U- Utah. No, I was Ukraine. <laughs> I was gonna say Ukraine. I wasn't sure, but then, like at the last second, I went with Utah because that would, you know, <laughs> that would also make sense. Yeah, they do different. That's the holes They're in the sheets in the Mormons. Different is it the Mormons with the holes in the sheets, or is that the Jews? I believe that's Hasidic Jews. Okay, I'm sorry. yeah, I could be wrong about I, that, I, but I'm pretty I, sure. I, 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 
Yeah. Well, I got the Jews into the podcast. I feel really good about that. Do you want to just do the headlines, bud? I'm sorry. We should, we should probably just get into this. This is the week that uh, that uh, uh, Brido recommended people listen to None Taken. I was like, fuck. Oh, God. Yeah. He followed up our ad on his show with like, you should listen to None Taken. And this is what we do. <laughs> this That opening and now just this. throw it all away. It's just like, oh, yeah. Well, it's a Nash Bridges themed podcast. <laughs> this is what None Taken's like. You can tell from the Mountain Dew logo and the Rudy Giuliani talk. It, absolutely. Yeah, okay. All right. Headline number one. Hunter Biden unexpectedly pleaded not guilty to two tax crimes yesterday after a judge expressed concern over and deferred judgment on his plea deal. He will likely charge change his plea to guilty if the deal is approved. So essentially, I don't think that the uh, the lawyers expected this. Um, Do you think there was a lot of cussing behind the scenes afterwards? There definitely was uh, some closed door uh, meetings. MFing? Uh, yeah. So essentially what the judge said was that this was unprecedented, this type of deal. I mean, it is, right? Like, what describe the deal he got. What was the part that the judge said? Was, okay, I'm sorry. I'll let you talk. It's your fucking headline. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's fine. So the part that the judge wasn't uh, d- didn't think was kosher, I guess, was the the part about the gun charge. First I where... said to choose, now you see. <laughs> we're in the the plea the the, the deferment uh or yeah a lot of deferment so that as long as he met the conditions and that was not to own a gun anymore and to not test no positive drugs, for, drugs yeah. for two years that they would you know let the charge go mm-hmm. um but that was that wasn't her concern it wasn't that it would let the charges go it was that he basically had immunity from investigation to the other crimes he's accused of and she yeah, said, that's so essentially they were saying this is enough. We'll what you this. just said the first time, that would be outrageous if she changed what the deal was. Because she was obviously aware of the deal. Um, you know, mm-hmm. so she back. So essentially what she said was, yeah, I'll, uh, you know, but she was only ruling on the, the first part. So the, the tax crimes. Right. So she was like, yeah, I'll, I'll go and we can do this, but I'm not going to necessarily say that I, I'm going to be OK with that plea agreement for the gun charge. Um, so do you, are you sure you still want to plead not guilty? Cause I'm not saying that that plea is going to be okay. I see. Um, and so he changed his plea to, to guilty. Uh, I'm sorry, to not guilty. Um, he has the ability to change that plea down the road. If it is in fact deemed that this is it confusing for you that okay. guilty is the better thing for him to say. Yes, it yeah, is. I know. Right. Uh, yeah, of- I mean, not that we've spent a lot of time in front of a judge, but every time I'm like, so I have to say this. Like, also, isn't that kind of how the state strong arms you into saying things that you don't think represent me? You know, like when you get into a fight with your girlfriend and like you have At to say point, the thing that like, you don't mean, but you're like, I understand how this will resolve this. And I can right. sort of like live the world where I do mean that. Like in some ways I forgot Natasha's listening. <laughs> <Are> you- <laughs> we don't really fight. So that's not like, please okay, don't. Like, are you confessing no. something here no. on the show? Does no, it? but like, no. that's a human thing, right? Yeah, no, I, I understand. Yeah. I understand what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't know. I will see where it goes. Like I said, I think it was not expected by the lawyers involved. Um, this judge was appointed by Trump. So a lot of people are saying, you know, that there's some I think that's a there. fair thing to say, I, man. Like if, if you don't get to be investigated for other things that you're suspected of because of the plea you make on a gun crime like it but oh wait but all she said is she's not going to take that plea she didn't she's not going to take take that deal right right exactly so she still has like a couple of weeks before she makes her decision right right and of course they could appeal it but um so at this point it's just sort of in limbo so we'll see 
which is the point. Like, which is the point? There really isn't a lot here other than maybe these things should be like, he didn't do anything that, well, let me not say that. I don't feel comfortable saying he didn't do anything illegal. Um, the things that they've got him on aren't the horrific implications that have been made. And if it's, it's kind of like, if this is all you got, then, you know, fine. Like it's, it does suck. Like it does suck to think of the president's family doing this. Like I'm not a fan of that, but it's not that impressive of what they're accusing, at least in terms of what their proof is. And this is what they've got. Then, the best thing you could do from the Republican side in terms of trying to win an election is to drag this on to counter Trump's legal battles. Right. And just keep the, the, keep it in the zeitgeist. Essentially. Yes. Okay. I think we have a, in other news about similar topics. Um, actually I just realized that I've been saying that's all you got. I'm quoting a song that nobody fucking knows. (laughs) What's that? So maybe we can get it in the soundboard. It's called stupid faced it by wallpaper. Um, I'm saying it's a cheesy, Huh? People know Alan. The other songs we reference are very popular songs, like "Rasputin" <laughs> by Boney M, or it's been by the Bare Naked Ladies, or by David Bowie and Freddie Mercury. Also, on the "People on the Streets" one, right after that, he goes, which it sounds so much funnier in the ISO. I've got to, I've got to find it, put it in there. Yeah. Also, your asshole brother. You know, we got Bush in the. Did you say you'll sell my asshole brother? No, I said also your asshole brother. We got Bush on the soundboard as well. Yeah. Or musically uh, uh, divergent. What's this wallpaper show. stuff you're talking about? Wallpaper, stupid faced. Spelled exactly the way it sounds. That's all you got. See, that's all you got. That's all you. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> you know, sometimes we go down rabbit holes. Oh, yeah. Show, I mean, Nash Bridges, sure. But uh, <laughs> I just, in terms of like, um, you know, everybody thinks their shit doesn't stink. I like right. to think that my shenanigans were cheeky and fun, and your shenanigans <laughs> went fucking nowhere. I don't. I hate you. This uh, is, uh, this is right, the way here. you can talk to someone you've known for more than two decades, right? Yeah, right. yeah. So we do right. a show. Yeah. All right. Uh, your, your turn. A federal. Oh, okay. A federal judge. Is it fine? Yeah, I just thought it was the same thing. I was thing like, oh, we got a tournament, but we have to do two. We got to do two, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A federal judge blocked a new Biden administration policy that denies most immigrants, most, most migrants, migrants, asylum at the U.S. border, U.S.-Mexico border, if they do not first apply online. So if they first apply online, they don't, they can get asylum, but if they don't, it blocks them getting asylum. That's the policy. The judge blocks that, Right. Yeah, so right. essentially right. 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 there has been a policy. Oh, they have COVID. to do it in a third country. So right. on their way to Mexico, they have to look for if they're if they're from Honduras, they can't seek for asylum from the US first. No, that that rule's been changed. Um no, so if you remember during COVID and the Trump um, administration had put in place protocols saying that you had to apply for asylum before you got to the US in another country. Um, because there was a risk of you being infected and, and bringing that virus across the border, right? Yeah. Um, the Biden administration continued that for a while. I think they just stopped it maybe a year ago. Well, that's when, I mean, that's that's why. Do not come. Is a sound. It was right. because she was saying like, look, you're not going to get asylum and I want you to, you know, go come in another country. Right. So they finally said, okay, COVID's over. We can't really do that anymore. But we still, so they, they made this app, the CBP app, Customs and Border Patrol app, 
which was really a shitty app. And a lot of times people that were trying to use it didn't have good data connections. Sure. It was crashy. It was There's only like 1,400 appointments available per day. And so it was just a crapshoot of whether or not you could even get an appointment. Now, Congress has – there's legislation that says that any person can enter a port of entry into the U.S. <laughs> and request asylum. That's That's just legally – you know, had, well, because you said port of entry, and it made me think of Michael Mara show that you, the passport for the asport. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. Um, so, so any any person seeking asylum can enter the country and re- re- seek asylum, right? Uh-huh. Um, so, essentially, what this judge said was, "You're you're violating that law by requiring them to apply before they're on U.S. soil." Oh, okay. So, but. But the, it's, Isn't it weird that this is a continuation of Trump's policies that the Biden administration is doing, but then it's being yeah. blocked? Is this a goddamn liberal judge or is this a Trump judge or does it not matter? You know what? I, I hate that I have to think into, that. Yeah, I, bet, I didn't. Uh, bet they would have said it if it was, was a Trump judge. Oh, it would have probably, been said. Yeah. This is either yeah. neutral or whatever. So, I mean, I guess that's a logical judgment, right? Is like, look, this is this is why hard stances on immigration have not been done because there's no way to effectively navigate it because we've, we've mucked it up so much. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's another, it's I a briar pit that headline. I think I killed that headline. There's the, a, the, the Biden administration defense? is also, what's that? No, they're suing uh, Greg Abbott oh. because he put that. The fence, the bar, barbed wire. No, no, this is the floaty things in the river of barbed wire. No, they're thousand foot like balls, thousand feet long, balls. Uh, like yoga balls tied together. They're huge. Huh? It's a thousand feet on a fifteen hundred mile long river. They're supposed to prevent people from crossing. I don't. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. But, anyways, they're suing about it. I'm pretty sure it was barbed wire. I saw a picture. I didn't know did it was barbed wire. It was big balls. Show? Alan, did you get distracted by the size of the balls? I may have been distracted by the size of the balls. I do have a soft spot for my beholes. So they're saying essentially that he didn't apply for the permit. They're like, you can't have that. You didn't apply for the permit. If you want to catch people in these barbed wire, I swear it was barbed wire. If you want to catch people in barbed wire in the river, you got to get a permit for that. Yeah, we're not Look, saying you yeah. can't do it. You got to stop Elon paperwork. Musk when he was trying to take down his own sign because you got to get a permit. Yeah, I didn't really finish that. The, the, when I was saying, when I was slandering my old employer, it, uh, uh, Re Mechanical, um, that oh, I, I was work. I did it in the show. I we were working in Glendale, California, lifting fourteen air conditioners onto a roof. Right. Like not a small task because that means you got to take 14 down and it's three trips because I all have curb adapters, too. So the the, we were halfway through. We had taken down. We weren't halfway through. We had taken down four units, meaning we've left giant gaping holes in the ceiling of this Mm. TJ Maxx. And the uh, (laughs) that's funny, isn't it? Um, The and then uh, somebody came and shut us down. I was up on the roof giving crane signals. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening down there? Some guy from the city shut us down. I go down there and he's like, so I came back from my lunch break and or I came back from my breakfast and I looked out my window and I couldn't believe that somebody was using a crane because I'm the person that gives out the crane permits. Oh, no. <laughs> it was across the street from it. Like, What's the bad luck of uh, using a crane across the street? I don't know, man. You bill the customer for but for getting the fucking crane and you mark it up. So, like, I don't know why they were like, we're going to pocket $2,000 by building. The, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> That's pretty stupid. It is. It was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, next headline. Yeah. Senate. All right. The Senate Finance Committee unveiled an investigation into Leon Black. 
the former CEO of private equity firm Apollo. I had never heard of this guy before. This he fought headline. Rocky. They ran in the water together. I saw. It. Oh, right, right. Now I remember. Over $158 million in alleged payments to Jeffrey Epstein for tax yeah, and estate planning services. This is a very interesting article because okay. it kind of bounces back and forth between this story and another story about the Virgin Islands suing uh, J.P. Morgan Chase. Being the only one with the balls to do it, that lady's got some fucking steel ones. Yeah, yeah. So this guy says that Jeffrey Epstein provided services to him in estate planning and tax <laughs> tax evasion, evasion? Say, but yeah but uh that totaled in his estimate close to two billion dollars in savings whoa and so he's like yeah two billion dollars that's worth 158 million yeah, that's you know sure. seems like simple math it's like insurance um, <clears throat> and they're saying yeah i think this might be shady what? so they're looking into it we'll see what happens but the um <clears throat> wait what do they mean they think that he was fucking kids with that money perhaps hmm. I mean, he or, was facilitating. Or at the very like, least, I mean, at the end, if you did, this is like doing business with Russia or doing business with Prigozhin. Took a picture with the guy from the Central African Republic today at the the like meeting in Russia, the African meet, Africa meeting in Russia. Trust me, this is going somewhere. And you look at the picture, and you're just like, I wonder if people are sending U.S. aid to the Central African Republic. Like these, yeah. are, like if you're facilitating that, then all that shit that's going on is in your name. You know, that's why I don't like mm. voting because at the end of the day, you get John McCain, and there's always some reason to go to war with Iran. I don't have anything to do with Iran. Interesting. Sorry. Um, the so the allegations are either or, or potential uh, that they're looking into here is that either the advice that was given or the the strategy strategy that was implemented to save that money. Um, may have been illegal and shady, um, or potentially there were other dealings. Well, that's the- a, that's a that's quite a stiff allegation. Hey, uh, considering <laughs> you know he's had such squeaky clean, clean adjective choices. Yeah, Jeez. Yeah, I know. Hey, uh, okay, so that's the first one of that round, but we did skip. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, why don't I do this one and then we'll we'll do a back to back. Okay. okay. Uh, an Air Force intelligence officer and whistleblower testified on UFOs. They're back to UFOs now. Okay. <laughs> Right? It's UAPs. They told us that. Yeah, okay. it's UAPs. Right. And the so, article actually calls them UAPs. I don't know why the headline says that. But. Right. Uh, they testified before the House Oversight Committee claiming that the U.S. government is secretly holding alien spacecraft and non-human bio... bio, bio I don't know how to say this word. Bio, Biologics. Biologics. Okay. Um, so you've seen the videos. We'll play clips on the Wednesday show next week. The Pay attention when you look at the answers these people give when they're under oath. They're classic Glomar responses. Glomar response is referring to the ship that the, like the Navy built. I think they even involved like Carl Sagan in it to come up with the design. Um, so it was, a, so that there was a Russian submarine that sank and the U S is like, well, Russians can't get it, but we could figure out a way to get it. <laughs> so they, they took a, a ship out and underneath the ship, they had like a, like a cargo container that they mm-hmm. used and, and they had like a, oil derrick looking thing on the top either as cover or part of the functionality of it um and you know they've been asked a lot about this is like 1975 this happened they've been asked a lot about the truth about this and um, when responding to freedom of information acts that's when you first started to see uh government agencies saying they can neither confirm nor deny that Mm. so that's all the answers you got from these guys the questions are salacious are there people that were murdered to cover up for this are there human are, are there non-human remains are there living non-humans 
what, you know, are these government crafts? Are these UFOs? I can neither confirm nor deny that. And then they'll give odd silences that are very dramatic that you can put in what your priors lead you to, right. but that you have to fight that when you watch those types of stories, like as a rational observer, like I'm still not seeing anything that's making me tell me that one, this guy's not full of shit Two, this is true. Three, what's this distracting us from? I would agree. I, I, damn it. Is there a better thing other than RFK Jr. being a walking false flag? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't think I don't think he's very credible. Uh, The Department of Defense uh, came out and said that none of this is true. Well, they said you could say whatever you want. Yeah, they they didn't tell him not to say it because they're like, you can say whatever you want. He's claiming that he was in charge of this uh, department that was responsible for reverse engineering these alien technologies, et cetera. Uh, obviously no proof, no evidence. Yeah. But the credibility it's, is that they compartmentalize those things so that you don't know what the left, the right hand doesn't know what the left hand's doing. And you know, that's the same thing with Bob. The thing is Bob Lazar came across more credible than this guy. Yeah. Yeah. But he's still a little off as well. Yeah. I don't know. I think more often than not, the simplest answer is the right, the correct one. Um, the, the the this seems very unlikely. Look, very, I'm, gonna, very, I'm gonna tell very, you what I believe. Okay. I believe that whoever can first crack another civilization's technology that brought them across the stars to us will have a technological advancement over any other country on the planet. And it's terrifying to think of that arms race. Um I also think that all of that being public, any government that has you know, first contact with that, we'll keep that a secret until they can engineer it because if they go public with it, their rivals might, you know, take, take advantage of it. Um, so I, I believe that that's a thing. I also believe hunch, my hunch, my hunch and my gut says that I think that's probably happened. I think it's happened. And I think that he's, I think that what he's describing is a thing. I still don't believe him because he's not proving what he's saying. Mm. I don't, I don't think it's happened, but I think it could happen. I understand the plausible scenario where it might, um, but I don't think it has. I mean, I also want it to be true, so I'm not aware of that. <laughs> okay. Right. Shall we move on? Oh, wait. Uh, no, we got to do a tournament. tournament. Yeah, so Hunter Biden or uh, the Title 24 or whatever it is, Title 42, uh, Mexico. Man, I don't really Hunter Biden a... over Mexico. That's gonna, Hunter, Biden? Hunter okay. Biden's going to be – it should have been the last election. Republicans will make sure it's this one. Um, the Supreme – or. Uh, Finance committee, some guy we didn't know about with Epstein or aliens. I'm going to go aliens. Yeah, aliens bigger than okay. Never heard All of right, we got the first round set up. Why don't you do the next headline? A Russian fighter jet damaged the it's propeller a of a U.S. MQ-9 Reaper drone that was completing a mission over Syria by dropping dropping flares while flying in close proximity, per U.S. Air Force officials. So we've had multiple incidents now of Russian fighter jets harassing U.S. drones over Syria. <clears throat> They're still taking out ISIS fighters over there. Yeah, the operation's um, called like finish off ISIS or something like that. Some, something like yeah. that. Yeah. I don't know. This is pretty reckless. I it mean, is. Yes. There are no people in these drones. Yeah. When you um, talk to military so, guys about this, especially Kitbag, he's like, LOL, when those things malfunction, we just blow them up. Like, we don't care. So it was still able to St- land. So right. Didn't damage it. You know, it's it's just, the it's the interaction, right? It's the yeah, it's absolutely. like, why? It's escalating tensions. Yeah. For no reason. Uh, well... To be to be fair, Russia has been asked by Syria to complete an objective there, and I don't really know the status of us being there. The Kurds got to protect the Kurds, Alan. 
yeah, when it's in our best priority. interest. Yeah. Um, I don't know that the Syrian government has an interest in ISIS still being in their territory, so I don't see why they would be defending them. But sure, yeah, I get that, I but be I believe that, that they, uh, you know, we largely pulled out of um, what do you call that, Syria. Uh, mm-hmm. That was a thing before COVID. Don't you remember? Everybody was upset because Trump was like, nope, overnight we're out of uh, out of Syria. And because mm-hmm. the libertarian the in like me, always- what's that? Yep. Yeah, I was just going to say that. the libertarian in me was like, you know what? Fine. Let Russia fucking deal with this shit. Let somebody else can get bogged down and and uh, and bankrupt their country over this and upset their populace over this. Um, and then Russia was like, yeah, no, really, we will do that. Uh, but but the complaint at the time that I shared was, do we must we screw over the Kurds every time? Seems so. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think it's yours. The Biden administration. Well, we already said this. No, no. Oh, the one before that. Sorry. Uh, Russian fighter. We can delete. A Russian delegation arrived in North Korea, bad Korea, and will soon be joined by Japan. That's weird. First of all, don't pause halfway through Japanese. Just pro tip next time or one third of the way. Uh, We'll soon be joined by Chinese diplomats in the first such visits to North Korea post pandemic. So, Chinese are meeting the Russians in North Korea. There's already been some headlines out of this. Sergey Lavrov straight up said that, um, uh, wow, great job. Or no, Shoigu! Shoigu! No. Fuck you, you fucking cucks. Yeah. So Shoigu was uh-huh. in North Bad Korea and he's already had like a statement where he's like, oh, North Korea has got the most advanced military in the world. Literally said that. It's like, aren't you the like head of your country's military? Like, yeah, that's pretty sec- bizarre. Uh, they gave him like the full red carpet treatment when he came off his plane. They when Shoigu? Had a red, yeah, literally had a red carpet and a sign in Korea and uh, Korean and Russian saying something like, uh, we welcome our our." Russian comrades to well, to, yeah, they don't have the news out there. They don't know anything about Shoigu. Right, right. What a great audience! Oh, what a great audience! Wow. wow. <laughs> so this this is the first uh, trip or first meeting of these three countries since, since the as, pandemic, as it says the pandemic. So North Korea really sealed itself exactly. off, even though China and Russia were its probably only allies on the planet, um, and they stopped trading with them. Um, and, and they traded a lot. They imported a lot from both of those countries, uh, food, et cetera. Mm. And they're going through a pretty big famine right now. No, um, they don't have enough food to feed their people. And so clearly they have motivation to restore these ties. And that's apparently what they're attempting to do. So. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, All right. Uh, do tournament? Uh, yeah. Fighter jet or North Korea? I think North Korea is bigger than okay. a fighter jet. North, Co- yeah. North Korea is bigger than a fighter jet. <laughs> uh, my turn? Yes. China removed. I can't wait to talk about this. China removed. Ah, uh, Chin, Chin, Chin yeah. Gang, Chin Gang. Uh, China Chin removed Chin Gang. Uh, Chin Chan. Remember Chin Chan? Did you watch Chin Chan? Um, I don't think so. Oh, Chin Chan is a hilarious uh, cartoon on Adult Swim from like the early two thousands. Oh, yeah. It's uh, when you watch it, you're like, is this dubbed to be funny or was it this funny originally? Uh, oh, it's it, trans. Okay, but it was the, it was that funny originally. Like I don't think was it like anime it. or what? Um, I don't know the type of animation. It's from Japan. Yeah, so it's probably anime. Oh okay. my god, Way is going to be so mad at me. Way is familiar with it. But yeah, they have it in other countries, so it's dubbed in other countries. So like they have it in Vietnam as well. But I believe it's oh, cool. it's Japanese. Um, it sounds familiar, actually. Japanese. <laughs> Jeez. 
China moved Chen Gang as removed. its foreign minister. Removed. Thanks, Alan. Uh, less than seven months. Okay, let me just tell this without reading it. So yeah, yeah. this guy was the foreign minister. He'd only been in that post for seven months. Um, sometime in June, people were like, hey, whatever happened to that guy that used to be foreign minister? <laughs> we haven't really well, seen him. He was there when Blinken went there, I think, but he mm-hmm. wasn't yeah, there he was. when Yellen went there. And the last yeah, and place somebody he, else he was supposed to meet with somebody else from I can't remember where, but yeah. another high level diplomat. He's been missing diplomatic missing meetings, meetings, especially related to finance. You know, it's hasn't like, well, that's been weird in public right there. Yeah, for like a month. Yes. So, do you know any of the other stuff about this? Because this has been this has kind of been portrayed as like it's a it's a it's a story that you'll miss in the media because they're not giving you any context around it because. All the context is context is kind of murky as things out of China these days are. I I spent yeah, so some I time know, on. I knew a few things. Okay, you, you, I see your bullet points here, and you clearly know. Stop parting the I kimono, Japanese. Um, <laughs> so things I know. Uh, he pretty much had a meteoric rise. One would say. One um, would say he, yes. One would say. So what do you mean by that? Well, so he was in charge of like planning Putin's trips, like making sure like she's you know, she's. You said, you said Putin. Yes. He was in Oh, I'm sorry. Putin's G. I'm sorry, G. Yeah, yeah. He was, you know, dictators. What are you going to do? Um, he was in charge of planning G's trips, like making sure, you know, they had the right beer in the green room kind of thing. Um, and he, so he had close proximity to G. Apparently, G very much liked him. Obviously, he's a party member. Obviously, a party which member. Which is, is a, I mean, that's the barrier. Like, if, yeah, if, especially dangerous. in his China, like, if you're his friend and you're a party member, that's all it really takes. That's all it really takes. So this post as foreign minister isn't as isn't as powerful. Largely as ceremonial, might. right? Yeah, because he's not in the Politburo bureau. No, essentially he takes orders from people in the Politburo. He enacts whatever policy they tell him to. He doesn't really have any real power. Um, I also, in fact, know the guy that's replacing him is the actual head, the actual guy. So it's like there's Up the here. finance minister, but then there's the director of finance. Yeah, and yeah. he's now okay. Yeah. Also, they have been um, scrubbing him from. All like government websites, he basically doesn't exist anywhere anymore. As far as so, this gives you Chinese like Trotsky internet. vibes, right? Like, yes, okay, very much. So, did, so when you feel those instincts, you imagine some like this guy's been off somewhere, right? Like he's well, like he's I mean, been this happens. This happens in China pretty often. We've seen huge business leaders just disappear. Other politicians, but he's a wolf involved. warrior. Like he was yeah, doing wolf warriors when you're you use the diplomacy for anti Western combative diplomacy. Yeah, yeah, like why would the people in America tell us about the Uyghurs when they have bad civil rights themselves? Right, exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, um, that's about it. What do you know? Well, I mean, there's a so there's, did there's you hear, rumors out there. Yeah, do you know about the rumors about the news anchor? I know that there's rumors of him having an affair. I don't. I didn't know specifically about the news. Anchor. So if you kind of read the tea leaves and QAnon style backwards in the dates. <laughs> Mm-hmm. She's got some social media posts that imply that she was pregnant when he was on a trip to Los Angeles. And so was she. Oh, also okay. side note, Spicy. side note. Um, you talk about wolf warrior in that way. Uh, there's a lot of allegations that he's a spy with diplomatic cover. And so him having those trips. Yeah. But, but same, similarly to her though, too. I mean, she was, um, I think she went to Cambridge. Like she has a lot of international ties and international history. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, 
Yeah, he knocked up this news lady. That's basically what happened. And she started saying shit on social in May. So come June, he's out. I don't think you get killed over that, but I think he's being held in Beijing somewhere. They're figuring out what they're going to do. What to do with him. They're trying to wait for it to blow over. It's not. So, you know, I think think he's going to come out with a, a huge fine and a demotion. He'll stay in the party, but basically he'll be slapped with crimes for dishonoring the party. You know, okay. I mean, that's yeah. what happens. I mean, in, given the possibility for. Yeah. I mean, I'd still stay away from that knobs, but yeah. 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 Um, All right. Yeah. Let me just check. Oh man. I ran that by Sino talk on mm-hmm. Instagram and he's like, Nope, you pretty much covered it. Uh, oh, he nice. said, Oh, he said the spy part speculative. I think I made that clear. Uh, Oh, also add nothing is going to change regarding China foreign policy. Oh, that chick I was talking about has a, this so that news anchor has mm-hmm. a garden named for her at Churchill College at Cambridge University. Wow. And she's like a news anchor in China in her 30s. That seems weird, right? That seems a little weird. Yeah. Is she still doing her thing? Like, no, I think so. I think so, but okay. I'm not sure. Right. Okay. Yeah, it's weird, right? Like, It's very weird. And, and like, you don't get that from the headlines, and the headlines are just, this guy's been missing. We don't have anything else to say. Like, yeah, nothing else to say? <laughs> and suddenly we have a new foreign minister. All right, moving on. Alabama approved a new congressional map after the Supreme Court ruled that a prior redistricting plan diluted the power of black voters in likely violation of the Voting Rights Act. The map notably does not create a new black majority district and will be reviewed by a federal court next month. So we talked about this on. Yeah, I feel like this is like the third or fourth time we talked about this. Yeah. New updates. So new update is they submitted a new map. It still doesn't seem to be much better than the old map, but we'll see if it's different enough for the uh, courts. That's disappointing. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Mm. Well, it's Alabama as fuck, though, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, the only reason I left it in is because it's just, you know, follow up to a story we talked about before. So I like it when you leave it in. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, are we turning at BYU? They call that soaking Uh, Spain. Oh, tournament now. Alabama versus China. I'm going to go China. 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 In fact, I already got that in there so we got north korea versus china i'm gonna go north korea in terms of long-term impact there same okay so north korea versus hunter biden interesting that'll be fun later okay uh spain spain spain's conservative popular oh i've been wanting to talk about this i'm glad you left this in spain's conservative popular party won the most votes 136 seats in a snap general election so they have a parliament there right um but no party won a majority which is needed to actually form a government so they got the most votes and they're arguing, hey, you should just let us like we kind of <laughs> won the most. Uh, the Socialist Party came in second with 122 seats. So we're back to the fascist versus the socialist. And it's the, it's the Spanish revolution. Hey, um, it's Franco all over. Yeah. So, OK, the thing that's interesting about this is going into this election, it was largely projected that the popular party, the conservative party would have uh, won with a landslide. So for them to come through with, yes, a majority, but not enough to meet the threshold to be able to form a government is a indicator of perhaps, and this is my optimism coming through. I always say, I think we're at peak culture war, uh, you know, peaks last for years in the history books, but I think we're at peak culture war. The it's possible that this is a sign that this like global, I would say authoritarian populist movement movement yeah. has sort of reached its crest and it would indicate in this that they still might have majorities. And if you have things like an electoral college, you can win on maps and Mm -hmm. that gets you power. Um, just let that soak in. Alan likes that. The, but, but, but if you, um, 
if you think about it, yes, the extremes have a lot of votes there, but there's a large center. You think about the people that don't vote. You think about the people that, that voted for, in this case, because it's a parliament, some of these other parties that didn't win, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it, there largely is center, right. And center left people there, which like, I get it. Centerism is fucking boring as hell. But to me, all it means is there's things about the left and the right that you can agree with. And you have str- you struggle to identify with any of the shitty candidates they give you because they're led by extremists. Mm-hmm. I don't mean extremists like the way the FBI talks about white people. I mean extremists like in the way that it's like to be popular within a, a, a group, you kind of make more extreme. You have to statements. move further to the Marjorie right. Taylors, things like that. Yes. Like, that, yeah. you know, that shouldn't represent your party, but that's the right. person that gets the attention. Um, but yeah. I, I, it sounds like the people on, on of the right and of the left thinking wise that have a lot more overlap are starting to take hold and potentially have the power to leverage those parties to rationalize and just lead as a conservative or as a liberal that won't be offensive to the other side of the spectrum. I'm glad you explained that. I, I, uh, you texted me about this story and you were like, I'm actually pretty optimistic about this. And I was like, you know, I guess, yeah, they're going to have to build a coalition, which means you probably get a little bit more centrist because you have to meet the uh, meet minds with, Competing parties, right? Yeah. They have to build a coalition to, to, to build a government. Um, and you're like, no, not just that, but basically what you just explained. So, yeah, I, I was I, worried I that, that I wasn't. Optimistic. I was worried I was rambling. So I'm glad that no, you, no, right, that, awesome. that connected. All right. Econ. The U.S. economy grew at a 2.4 percent annualized rate in Q2 2023 above estimates of 2 percent. Oh. Is it are they going to do that thing again where like three months later they're like, oh, by the way, yeah, they do that a lot, don't they? Uh, yeah, it's usually a plus or minus of a couple you know, okay, right. basis points. Uh, I think last time it was revised up, though. Anyways, um, and up from 2% in Q1, despite recession fears, the GDP growth was primarily driven by consumer spending and business investment. I think that last part is probably the most important part. Explain. Because business investment, when businesses invest in their future, when they oh, right. when they make capital expenditures, that means they are predicting a positive uh growth for their business yeah yeah otherwise they wouldn't do that this is the time in the story arc where people say how nobody in 2008 at the beginning of the year was expecting a crash Mm -hmm. okay i'm just saying that's the meme response to anything we're saying right now Uh, but i i I share your optimism but you know yeah i mean so i've (laughs) i've said on the show many times that i thought we were likely to go into recession i've been less pessimistic as the you know the quarters of Lord knows I have. I was the one telling you inflation was coming. You're like, no, man. What was it? What transitory? Remember, you <laughs> were transitory. dropping that shit left and right. God damn. Hey, but you know what? Like three you, years. You know, I we're friends because both of us are willing to have go through an experience like that and be like, yeah, maybe I agree with you more. And I, we both have a few of those. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, I guess we should do tournaments. Between yeah. That do you and have Spain? the U.S. Weird. economy or Spain? I kind of feel like, well, the, the economy is good news. Here. That is good news. I would say the U.S. economy, yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, because Spain is still an unknown story. Like, we don't know how that's going to end, so. Yeah, they're, plus they're fucking Spaniards. I mean, who cares? <laughs> uh, all right, you got the next one. Don't they still kind have of a king? The one they have a saying. king. That, like, basically, the end of that story is, well, the king's going to leverage on the parties and try to get them to straighten this out. That's literally true, right? Yeah, pretty much, Yes. Yes. I mean, the king is similar to the king of England doesn't have all that much power, but they do have. I don't think Prince Charles, the king is ever going to go into the parliament and straighten anybody out. But that's happening in Spain, España. 
Right. Also Catalonia. But anyways. It's fun to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fed. The Federal Reserve raised rates by 0.25% yesterday, bringing the federal funds rate to a range of 525 to 5.5%. The hike follows a one-month pause and brings rates to the highest level in 22 years. So rates went up again. Uh, yesterday, Natasha was telling me about this, and I was like, uh, they said the overnight window. I thought that was like when banks lend money to each other. Am I that dumb? Was that, is, that's, that's, that the is number, a- that's the number that determines the, the rate that's told when they talk about that. Yes, exactly. Uh, so this rate is what is charged between banks when they lend to each other. And the reason the rate matters so much is because nearly every other interest rate in the economy, so what you pay for your mortgage, what you pay for your credit card, obviously it's also based on your credit rating, but the the starting line is what the Fed's paying, like the 5.25%, right? So that's a starting point. If you have really good credit, maybe your mortgage rate will be close to that. If you don't have good credit, maybe it's you know significantly more than that. Uh-huh. But even like uh, your car loan is, is kind of tied to this rate as well. So that's how right. it has a knock-on effect throughout the economy. Right. Essentially, money costs more. It's the yardstick for what up. interest yes. rates are. Yeah, yeah I, I exactly. No, wow. So inflation um, is down. Um, you know, we're still at 3%, which is still, you know, not great, but it's better than where we were 9% a year ago. Um, so it looks it, like these interest rate... Um, these interest rate moves have helped and they have done their job. They feel like they need to do one more because the fear is if you do one too many, you have a a recession. Yeah. So they're starting to do the fed thing that makes people like me uncomfortable. (laughs) Like up until now, I'm like, you guys are doing all the right moves. But the problem is when you centralize that decision, you can make mistakes on the broad spectrum. Yeah. So the fed is often kind of cryptic in their in their announcements and people port over these announcements and try to figure out where they're going read the tea leaves yeah they have sort of indicated that yes there, there will be another interest rate raise this year again again if okay. you look at the markets though the way people are are buying bonds and selling bonds yield rates etc i don't want to get into it. it's complicated is it but still inverted like top gun it is still inverted and eventually essentially what that means is that the people who are have skin in the game are betting that the Fed won't raise interest rates again. Um, their bet that's that's the bet that they're making right now. So we'll see if that comes to pass. By the way, they're putting their money in. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I get it. All right. Um, Worldcoin launched its token yesterday. The project, led by OpenAI CEO Sam Altman, aims to solve online identity challenges like distinguishing humans from AI and fairly distribute its cryptocurrency by verifying users with biometric eye scans. So much nope. So much Using nope. a device called the Orb. Have you seen this thing? Yeah. Yeah. It's I thought that bizarre, it was um, like an AI generated image like no. to try to scare you in the headline. And you're like, no, that's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah. It looks like I a, know. I don't know, like a silver. Hey, maybe don't call it the Orb. Yeah, maybe don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Call it the eye scanner. Like, that's What's fine. Weird? And you hold it like it's a fucking bowling ball. Like, oh, that's kind of weird. Cool. You put your fingers has, in it? No, you just How's, hold, how big is the hole? hold it. Hold on. Like, Show me about how big. For it. Does it have a hole? No, it has oh, like a, like a webcam lens on anymore. the front. No, definitely don't need a <laughs> webcam involved. So essentially what it's supposed to do by scanning your retina is, and your face. Retina and face is to determine that you are, in fact, a person. Retina, I barely knew you. And, oh, if you do it, they give you approximately $50 worth of coins. <laughs> that aren't traded in America. Right. They're worth $2 a piece, approximately. Not in the U.S. You're not allowed no. to. 
and you get 25. I need to emphasize uh, this. He's trying to spread US. this across the world. And he's like, sorry, America. Remember when sure. um, they would have, uh, you could buy things. They would sell things on TV shows during the commercials. There was infomercials, but no, there weren't infomercials. It was just ads. And at the end, they would be like, send your money to this phone number. I don't know. There was like an 800 number and they'd list like what it was cost for shipping. And then they'd say available in 49 states. Sorry, Tennessee. Do you remember that? <laughs> I I know I've seen ads where the, they, I've, they Why play was ads it? in California, but you can't buy in California. But there was ones that were like, sorry, Tennessee. I don't remember though. No. But yeah, this is really weird, man. They're saying... Well, we don't hold on to any of your information, but they have to hold on to some because essentially it ties your scan to a a number hmm. on this blockchain. Okay. So it identifies that particular number as you. And when you scan your eye, it knows that that number belongs to you. Sure. Because I, you can't go on and like, no. sign up for times as uh, look I, you can tell me in a way that i can trust you that the like verification part of this is worthwhile like just don't explain the like i don't care about the fine-tuned points on how that's going to be the way it works the part i care about is you having a record of my eye do you remember in demolition man yes where, uh... <laughs> wesley snipes takes the guy's eye out yeah. so he could use it for the door yeah. pass yeah oh you be well you be um well. three seashells <laughs> taco bell Talk Fine about, dining. Yeah. 90s, 90s was nostalgia. That was a fun movie back in the day, man. I watched Go, go vintage shopping and see what our nostalgia is. It's 90s. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I imagine so. All right. All right. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, you have more. Okay. I have this. Save America 100% U.S. Treasuries, the safest portfolio investment of all. What's that? Your money's dozing away in a bank money market account. Wake up to higher yields. Week after week since the fund I had began, no idea how much this one. was going to hit this exact subject we were talking about. <laughs> That's pretty wild. The U.S. Treasury has returned more than the bank money market average. Even more... If this is, this is the ADHD equivalent of hitting like a hole-in-one. Like I said, a random thing based off what you were talking about, referencing right. a TV commercial, and it happens to be about money market funds and interest rates. Income tax on your bank account because this unique Dreyfus fund is free of income tax in 49 states. <laughs> Sorry, Tennessee. Holy shit! Wow. This commercial's from 1992. This is like peak watching television age for me. This is like I'm sick watching Golden Girls, and this came on seven times. Damn, bro, that was uh, that was quite the hole in one. <sighs> this is what happens when you get raised on the magic box. I, you know? This is what happens when you listen to None Taken. Yes, yeah, yep. I feel like um, Rob Spiewak right now. <laughs> uh should we do is there a tournament we have to do here uh no we've got world coins set aside oh so it's gonna go against other news i think so oh no we got rates versus world coin uh world coin is m- much scarier honestly i i agree okay i agree uh, so yeah world coin okay before we go to other news do we complete the tournament then we got to get two more two in more other problems. news there's four headlines in other news Talky, talky, talky. Let's see. I like, let's see. Uh, Trump wanted Ukraine to impugn Biden. D.C. Republicans finally delivered. So this is about the whole 1023 document that the FBI had. That The the, the uh, Magna Carta? No, no. The document, I talked about it before. It was where that FBI informant said something accusing Biden. Oh, uh, yeah. It was like an extemporaneous note by an FBI agent. So it wasn't the case that they were exploring this informant just it's just if you dig it. through enough things you get to find that note and then right. you can throw that in your investigation it's a good note for an investigation i don't blame it. but it's just that's not enough it's like the alien no, and so, it's like that's good and the idea the idea behind the form is essentially 
you write that down to record that you got that information, but it wasn't part of a case you were pursuing. And so you didn't actually fact check it, but just say, this guy said that. It's all you're saying, right? Uh-huh. And if somebody wants to look into it later, perhaps it pertains right. to a case. And then there was no follow up after that. And then they no. did a whole investigation because that note existed though, right? Right. I, you know what though? It. I am always on record saying, I, I hope you do. If we're going to have a government and you have things you're curious about your leaders, I think you should investigate it. I'm fine that they did that. Cost us yeah. money, but you know. So again, this is Comer and Grassley Come on. have been, you know, talking about this and saying it was a huge bombshell. Uh, I think Grassley finally released the, the actual contents of the. Yeah, that's, of I'd the, rather Grassley release than Comer. <laughs> but the thing is that he's had this document for months at this point. Yeah, and just and he says now we just got this information now. It's like yeah. you've had this since May, dude. Yeah. Um. It's he's you know May. obviously he's releasing it now because he's trying to control a narrative. Right. He's trying to okay tie that together. It's like we said before. Biden. They're trying to keep this story in the news as long as yeah. Trump's legal battles yeah. are in the news. So that and the Hunter Biden story combined, you know, kind of shiny ball over here. Don't look that over sure. there, kind of thing. Sure. Don't get the man behind the curtain. Okay, next is an opinion pa- uh, opinion post from the Washington Post. A Republican nightmare seems about to become real. Whoa. So essentially what it outlines, and again, I, this is an opinion piece, what it outlines is that there had been some hope by some, I guess, more centrist or mainstream Republicans that the party would sort of come to its senses. Oh, yeah, and, like Chris Christie and those yeah. types of statements. Yeah, they yeah. would jettison Donald Trump and all the people that, you know, the Marjorie Taylor Greens, the Matt Gateses of the world, uh-huh. et cetera, and kind of come to its senses. Um, and what kind of what it details is that, first of all, the, the party hasn't done that. Second of all, in the 2024 election, they face a much younger electorate and a much more likely to be have liberal leanings electorate. Mm-hmm. So just the, the passage of time makes it an uphill battle for them. Um, that in, in addition to all of Trump's legal troubles, the Jan 6 stuff, the I mean, just the, all the cases he's got going on. Um, make it a, a very tall order for them to succeed in 2024. And the opinion essentially is that it's highly unlikely that he would be successful. So, yeah. And, you know, you, you couple that with the fact that the thing that's disappointing about that is that his politics would, would mostly be tolerable if it weren't for the fact that he, his tact is. I'm going to use a word here that I really like. I hate when I hear people use this word, it's childish okay. word. It's a childish word. It's bully. Mm. And it's like, it's a hard word to accept as serious when you're recognizing it in an adult. Um, but it's also like, it's, it's, it's hard to hear someone use that word to describe an adult. And as the listener, like st- take that, like whatever that their point is as seriously, cause you're calling an adult a bully. Cause it makes you feel like you're, it makes you look like, like me using it now, I feel like I'm sounding like I'm a kid and I'm complaining about some kid that picked on me. Like, that's not what I'm doing. But if we think about those childish tendencies, a lot of people, as they grow up, like when they go, we all struggle through this. When you go through adolescence, you have this moment where like, you're starting to become big and you have to interact with the world and everyone in the world's big and they're louder and you don't Mm -hmm. yet have an identity that's fully formed. So you start to like, probe at things and some things work, some things don't, everyone's personality is different. So some things give you a better reaction, right? Like mm-hmm. for me, I just kind of use comedy and self-deprecation, things like that, but also like observational stuff. And 
I branch out at facts and repeat them around people until they're impressed by me. And then we can <laughs> like, like that, that's, that's a coping mechanism though. Right. Yeah. And for a lot of people, bullying behavior was their coping mechanism. Totally mm-hmm. get it. You know, there's a classic story of like the kid gets beat at home and he has a bully. So he becomes one, but there's also people that were just like shitty families and made shitty kids. And they all like watched TV and cheered for the bad guy together. Right. Like that, like that does exist, but it was always a minority. Right. O'Doyle's rule is literally like O'Doyle rules. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but like by and large, people always raise their kids to be like recognizing bullies and avo- and teaching them not to be bullies and how to interact with bullies so that you can, you know, be effective and not feed into that. Right. Mm-hmm. But then what yeah, happens? Def- oh, go ahead. Definitely. I was going to say, I looked, I tried to find a better word for, then bully. I looked up synonyms for bully. No, bully is the best word. Jeez, okay. All the it other may ones sound, it may sound a little childish, but it, it accurately describes the situation we're, we're observing. Here, so. so what happens when there's a generation where the parents idolize a politician who clearly embodies all those characteristics? Like, well, I, this is a serious question, right? Like, you know, and, and like, give him all the credit. We just said to everybody I was just talking about, like, it's a coping mechanism. Like when you look at his history, like it totally makes sense. Checks out. This is who I would be if I was that person with those life experiences. Like I understand. I just, I don't so understand I think why that there's, there's clearly, there is a, an observable phenomenon of people sort of adopting their parents, um, you know, religious or political ideals on, on some level. Isn't that there's also the case? Well, but I was going to say, there's also a clearly observable phenomenon of, of people rebelling against that if, sure, they, think, if sure. they think it's crazy or nuts or yeah, whatever. That and is I, I would I would suggest that given our current circumstance, that kids growing up in this environment with parents who idolize Trump and wear, you know wear MAGA hats all day, um, I, I think that you might see a lot more rebellion than than taking up the same party line. I hope so. I hope so. I mean, it is clearly like you know, drinking the Kool-Aid. Like once you've convinced yeah. yourself and committed yourself to it, there's just no backing out of it. You know, ride or die. And yeah, you know but what? I think those are good friends to have, man. Those ride or die friends are, are good friends to have. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But I think that kids growing up today have so much, well, there, there's a lot being thrown at them, right? Uh-huh. On social media, et cetera. But they also can kind of look at social norms or whatever. They can look at them from outside, you know, there's more opinions and options coming to them so they can see things from a different right, perspective. More. Right. And maybe they can see things that, you know, older adults can't because uh, they're so maybe, they were, maybe older adults were given a binary choice on something. And now there's sort of like there a spectrum go. of where to land. There yeah. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah. 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 Well, that made me All feel right. better. That was a real question. And I didn't expect a, this is an uplifting answer. Cool. Um, all right. So let's uh, tournament then. I guess we should. Okay. Who do we got there? Um, we got Washington. We got, uh, so we have Ukraine. We, so. We've got Trump not going away, uh-huh. as the media predicted. Versus right. who? Versus what? All right. So also this is Trump? also related to Trump. <laughs> okay. But this is the Trump world election interference argument is ridiculous. So essentially, what a lot of Trump's acolytes are out there saying on Fox News is of the world or Newsmax is whatever are that the all these investigations into Trump. Um, the Jan 6 investigation, the Georgia investigation, Jack Smith, all these are essentially election interference. Um, that This is nothing but propaganda to influence the 2024 election. There isn't any substance here. Now, obviously, if you're paying attention, you know that there is substance here. And the other thing is that it's 2023. 
and the election's in 2024. Right. Like, nobody can vote on anything yet. The, even the primaries in Iowa don't open until the end of the year. So, I mean, we're talking a year and a half out. I think so the, we read that. When's the primary? It's in. It's still in the. It's still not it's for like months. October or something. Yeah. Hmm. Um. So here's the argument, essentially summed up in one paragraph. Um, against their this being election interference. It's kind of a nuanced argument or, or kind of a wonky argument, I guess I would say. So the argument brings us to the crux of the issue. Trump announced that he was seeking the Republican Party's 2024 nomination soon after the midterm 2022 midterms, specifically so that he could make this argument. Did, was America's, it that he can't get in, indicted or tr- on trial while he's running as a candidate? No, the argument is that any attempts to indict him or hold him accountable legally are election interference. Right. That's the whole reason he's running. He doesn't want to run. He doesn't want to run. Everybody he backed lost in 2022. Everyone important he backed critically. They lost the House or the Senate because of him. And they didn't win a lot of key state issues because he endorsed different opinions. So, like, he, he was a liability. And then he's yeah, like, so well, I'm going to run because, sorry, dude, I'm going to run because uh, it turns out I did everything right, but they're indicting me. Yeah. So the, the it goes on to say America's unending political campaign seasons can be stretched as long as needed. And Trump needed this one to be already underway. Doing so allows him to frame everything as being downstream from his political ambitions instead of, say, a response to illegal activity. And if you're in the uh, cult, you're going to believe him. Then you're going to believe it. Yeah. yeah. All right. So that was that one. Uh, uh, so, so which, which one? Trump wins? I guess Trump wins either way. So no matter what, it's Trump. <laughs> so we have Trump versus uh, well, we have Trump moving on. OK, yeah. uh, <laughs> versus uh, we, we have, have Trump, Trump not moving on versus Trump election interference. Okay. I think Trump not moving on is the bigger one. I do, too. Um, OK, we've got the U.S. econ versus the world coin. World coin scares me more. I agree. OK, WC West Coast WC. Remember WC? Dub C. Represent. Yep. We got Hunter Biden versus. I can't read my writing. Something with an A. Aliens. Oh. uh, Aliens, bro. Aliens is bullshit, though. I think Hunter Biden's actually a real story. Oh, like it'll affect the election. Well, it's a real thing. Yeah. Okay. So Biden. Hunter Biden. Uh, North Korea versus China. Uh, What's China doing? I forgot already. Uh, Chin Gang. Oh, that's a big deal. Uh, that is a pretty big deal. But it's kind of like a social, like, it's like a, a soap opera drama. Like, that's interesting. It's like palace intrigue, but ultimately, yeah, I Yeah, but I mean, North, that, North Korea getting back together with its That's palace, a bigger deal. That, you don't think so? Big, um, I mean, no, that was inevitable. Right. That was going to happen. No, you're I don't right. think this was inevitable. Yeah. Yeah. This is pretty shocking. Yeah, but what's what's the global impact from that? North Korea, like, closering their, closering their partnership mm-hmm. All their uh, all their cool nukes are going to be going over to because when Russia's yeah, but, nukes don't work, North Korea dedicating themselves to responding for Russia will matter. Yeah, I think the implications of the North Korea story are bigger, but okay. I think that was I just think that the story was completely unsurprising. I, I could have told you that was sure. going to happen a year ago. Like, well, I don't think the Hunter Biden story is unsurprising. <laughs> so, all right, so you want to go with North Korea? Yeah, North Korea versus okay. Hunter I really Biden. Care. I guess okay. we go Hunter Biden there, right? Okay, so we have hundred by we have a uh, 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 world coin eye scanners, mm-hmm. right? This is how they backdoor into us. You need this. Alan likes to backdoor into us. Yeah, I don't have the button available. Um, I have this here. There, that's what I have. That's what it sounds like. We've got, 
We've got Trump versus the world coin. Uh, world coin. That's that's. Big. I was going to say the world coin is is potentially more terrifying. Yes, especially if you realize that Altman runs ChatGPT. Yeah. If you combine the AI with, with AI, the identity, and there's is, like we promise we're going to leave this in this vault. Nobody yeah, this in is the, the fucking Terminator. The AI is like, never going to find this. You can trust me with it. In fact, sure. here, I'll give it to one of my friends. They'll hold on to it. It's not even the same. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. If so like Worldcoin versus Hunter. And Worldcoin wins. It's much more terrifying, obviously. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll take obviously. the results of any election and this being dragged on to interfere it, but I'll uh, interfere wasn't the right word, whatever. Worldcoin. Worldcoin. That's scarier. Okay. Well, Worldcoin World wins the news. What do you have in your media diet, buddy? Man, I was supposed to watch some other stuff and I didn't get to it. <laughs> All I watched was Ant Man, the new. How'd you Ant-Man like it? To me. I thought it was pretty okay. Pretty good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> pretty okay. Pretty okay. It wasn't. It wasn't great. Great. But I, I didn't I hate the, it. I didn't hate it. Yeah. I mean, he's always kind of a, a more uh, tertiary, sort of goofy, oh. goofy superhero, uh-huh. I guess. So which was fun. Um, the levity, which of is it. fun. Yeah. It was had some funny moments. I like the quantum stuff. I think that's fun and interesting. Um, agree yeah it's fun to imagine and see visualize yeah the little red ooze guy was pretty fun oh, i um, forgot about that yeah but uh tim has given me some homework of shows i need to watch prior to next thursday's right. episode good well, we'll watch. No. and then so we'll have uh oppenheimer in there as well because i hope you're yes gonna see i'm it gonna figure weekend. that out i gotta good. make that happen right. but uh yeah so i will watch some some quality entertainment to talk to you guys about as promised i want to talk about barbie of course you do. <laughs> what? What do you mean? Of course I do. What does that mean? What does that? No, mean? no, no. I meant nothing by it. I don't even know. Wait, hold on. <laughs> oh, I was right there the whole time. Exactly, sir. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> he will strap it about. on. I tried to stop it. I'm trying to stop it. Lighthearted, fancy That's free. I meant to press. Uh, Six margaritas. Yeah. No, right. Um, okay. So I mean, so as I said the in the last show, a like I, I wasn't crazy about it, but I don't want that to be my entire review. So, like for starters, though, on that on in that regard, I'm clearly not the target demo. I'm not outside <laughs> really? of the. I'm but but like, it's an intriguing looking movie that clearly yeah. is trying to appeal to people outside of its target demo. Oh, it made and, like and 180 million dollars or something. I think I it's mean, made 400 clearly. 400 worldwide. But the okay. the Mr. Worldwide, haha. Um, it's my pitbull impression. <laughs> <laughs> the the but clearly like it it's done that by appealing promising to appeal to people outside of its target demo and i think in that way it largely accomplished that i will say the ways it fell short from that are predictable in ways like i i have things to say about it but i don't want to come across as someone who's like this movie's dumb because of it because it's like why it's barbie like come on man like it, it, so it's it's target demo is women who grew up with barbies and, and possibly women who grew up with Barbies who have a kid that has a Barbie or the girls with Barbies themselves. Because Wait, all of I don't, th- what? I, don't, I, I haven't seen the movie, but I don't know if that, that's the target. Well, let me say, that. well, I, I get that you haven't seen the movie. I'm telling you based on the plot that like it's largely designed to appeal to more than anyone, Those, okay. someone that grew up with the either the nostalgia of it or the like childhood memories, which is nostalgia of of like what playing with that doll meant and then Mm -hmm. giving you an example of what that world could be in the first act. And then, you know, a lot of feminist stuff in the second and third, which I found largely predictable, especially based on the director, but like not in ways that made me angry or made me not be able to enjoy the movie. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, like, so, so what I mean to say about it being more, 
directed towards that demographic I was trying to say to begin with is it deals with things like, you know, body shaming or unrealistic expectations from like growing up playing with that doll. It's something we've heard our whole life, right? Like it's not fair for women to grow up with these expectations, but then mm-hmm. those same people or girls our age that we knew that played with those dolls still enjoying playing with them. You know, like it was something that I, I guess, were you upset that I said someone with kids or you just feel no. like it, it was no, a little I, broader? So in reviews I've read about it, you've read reviews. <laughs> Let me. Okay. The impression I got was that there was a bit of like a almost um, like a Truman Show aspect of it, where sure. it's sort of voyeuristic, yeah. uh-huh. and you're seeing like uh, people existing in a world that they're starting to realize isn't real. Yes. Or something like yes. That. Yes. So that to me, that's a very different vibe. Well, that's the, the way that they portrayed the thing I'm talking about. But that okay. was okay. like if you if you look at like the story arc, that's that's a pivotal thing of it, and that's okay, and that's. It comes across, look, we don't do this type of a movie review. Let me move on from that so I can talk about other things, okay? <laughs> okay, okay. Um, to me, it's just, it's it's only reasonable that a movie that deals with all of that in our modern time is going to have a lot of fem- feminist takes. And, like, it it just wasn't anything that made the movie more enjoyable for me, but it didn't make me not like it. Yeah, it just, well, I mean, sort wasn't of, the, th- the th- whole thing about Barbies was that the... Uh, like people would say like the proportions are just impossible. Yeah, like, yes. Right. But that's, like that's what's them. implied yeah. in yeah. terms of like, when I talk about the nostalgia that people will remember when they mm-hmm. watch the movie, that that's all I mean in that way. But like, you know, it, it gets to a point in like the second and third act where it's men are evil. The patriarchy, um, mm-hmm. get out and vote. If you just vote, you're going to fix everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of lame platitudes in that way that could be debated if you care to. But like at the end of the day, come on, guys, like it's like, first of all, the the funniest part about this movie that I'm trying to not come across as is this movie does such a great job in so many ways, pointing out the different types of like fragile dudes and (laughs) different types of hilarious, like just like bros or not just like just all different. And like, you know, if you're sensitive to that, you're going to see that and be like, they're attacking men. It's like it's the Barbie movie, man. Like, like <laughs> if, if they've accomplished that in a way that upset you, then they actually did a good job because they should have never been able to make a compelling Barbie movie. If right. you're mad, they made a good movie. Interesting. Like, do you get what I mean by that? It's yeah, like totally Requiem do. for the dream for a dream. One of the best movies I've ever seen. Never want to see it again. Didn't want to feel that feeling that <laughs> yeah. like, but like good job. They made you feel that way. Like this movie. Sorry. If you're that sensitive, this is going to be the movie that makes you react that way reconsider whether you want to get outraged over the Barbie movie is really my, because there were hilarious. It's funny. It was funny at times. There was a pregnant Barbie that exists in the real world. And that gets referenced in hilarious ways. You know, how girls always cut off the hair of a Barbie and draw crayons all over it or the lipstick. And oh stuff. yeah. Yeah. That comes up. Like it's funny. It's funny. Like don't be, I give it a six out of 10. Like it's, you know, I, okay. I'd all give right. it more, but I just Mattel okayed this movie and it shits all over Mattel. Like it's, it's, it's great. Um, yeah, you know what? she I, thinks I, that I think... can, she thinks that, um, um, the Supreme court, she sees a beauty pageant billboard and thinks it's the Supreme court, which I've seen, um, um, like the, the men's rights guys were like, well, that implies that all the, the Supreme court in, in America are, are men. There's four women. It's like, they, they, they didn't say That's that. They said, the they, they said the other side of that. And you assumed yeah. that maybe they did. And I missed it, but I don't think they did. So I guess I, 
when I initially punched, pushed back on you about your review, I, like I was thinking you, you were saying what? what? Nothing. What? You, it's not that kind of show. Oh, okay. Can I just say it? <laughs> Please. You cut it. I thought you were making a comparison saying this was like Transformers for girls. That's clearly oh. not what you were doing. Uh, well, I was like, that's not what this is. Given but. the male emotional spectrum, it kind of is Transformers for Girls. Now, those <laughs> okay. movies were a big deal for us for a reason, okay? Okay. Yeah, okay. This is what I have available, I think, and these are the feelings I can have for robot cars. Well, my, my understanding of this movie, not having seen it, it is, it's not as vapid as Transformers. No. There's actually some... No. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like okay. I said, not the target demo. Did you hear me? <laughs> that's what I've been saying the whole time. <laughs> like... <laughs> Come on. Uh, that's got what it. I got. got okay, it. who won? Ant Man, Quantumania, or Barbie? That's not how it works. No, that's not uh, it. Okay, yeah. Um, do you care what to do this? Are we playing tonight? What? Well, I don't what know. Are we yeah, why don't we. Um... I'm excited about playing a game. Do you want to do the sofa game? <laughs> you. You know, you didn't hear me earlier, but I said I like it when you push back at it. And now I'm asking if you want to oh. play the sofa game. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's play the sofa game. Uh, okay, I don't want to play sofa. tummy sticks. Where is tummy sticks on the board? Let's play tummy sticks. What's tummy sticks? I don't want to play tummy sticks. Uh, House of Representatives. So is it going to be two house members or two sets of couches and one house member? Um, well, you know, uh, we're going to go with it's going to be one house member. You're going to have to find the house okay. member. Okay. You know, it's funny. If you didn't know who Andy Biggs was, that'd be a great sofa name. That would be a pretty good sofa name. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I thought this would be easier. Sorry. It's fine. Okay. I got three one, three good ones for you. So two okay. of these are names put together of Pottery Barn sofas. Mm-hmm. And one of them is a real American name of a senator. No, House That's, member. House member. Okay. House member. Okay. Yes. Uh, I've got... I've got Dinatitis. Sounds like a sickness. I've got Luna Turner. And I've got Cameron Loletta. I'll allow spelling if you need it. Dina Turner. Wait, Dinatitis, you said? Dinatitis. Sorry, I was looking at the next one. Dinatitis, Luna Turner, Cameron Loletta. Which one of these isn't a sofa? Okay, I think Luna Turner is a sofa. Okay. Uh, Dinatitis. I, man, I think I would have heard that. Name. You should go to the doctors if you have. You should check, yeah. but like before you take medication, check for your doctors. What was the third one again? Uh, Cameron Loletta. Couch too, though. <laughs> I'm gonna say like a couch too, though. Is that what you said? Yeah, I guess Dinatitis. That's probably that's, wrong. But... That's the house member. No shit. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, good job. <laughs> Great yeah. job, Alan. Great job. All right. Well, let's, From where? Uh, I knew you'd ask this. Hold on. Oh. Um, yeah, right here. Uh, I already lost it. Um, no, hold on. I can go down to the T's here. Lord knows I spend time down on the T's, Alan. <laughs> Dinah Titus is a Democrat from Nevada's first di- district. Oh, all right. So she probably does get Dinah Titus down there. It's probably mm-hmm. Vegas or Reno, yeah. right? Yeah, there's lots of. Itis is going around. Yeah, now. it goes. Yeah. yeah, it comes around and it goes around because uh, <laughs> you know if you guess what, guess that's guess what. That's what I was trying to tell you. Um, okay, uh, I think I need to ask you. A, I need to ask you a pregunta. Yes, I've asked question. you a lot of preguntas throughout the show, but I have a I have a separate pregunta for you. Uh, <laughs> how's my spaniel? How's my espanol? Quite good. Quite yes. good. Que bueno. <laughs> Donde está el sanitario? Hmm. Um, yes, quite good. Sanitario. 
Hey, do you think they have Hooters in Scotland or is it more of like a tilted kilt place? <laughs> Man, I hope they do. I would love to go to Hooters in Scotland. Yeah, but I mean, it might be tilted kilt. It might be tilted or kilt. Twin Peaks. That's sort of like the third tier. Uh, do you, speaking of Scotland, we can talk about golf. Do you know what they call a 15 shot? Anything 15 or more in golf? Do you know what that's called? So I, listeners that, that, so it's a birdie. If you get one under mm-hmm. it's an Eagle, if you're two under, but if you go 15 over, I'll give you a hint. It's another bird. Technically. Albatross is three under, by the way. Um, uh, 15 over a bird. It's gotta be like a pigeon or something. <laughs> You'd think it would be a pigeon, actually. Yeah. It's an Archaeopteryx. I said technically a bird. That's that dinosaur that's all. That's a dinosaur. It's this. Wait. Yeah, but it's a feathered dinosaur. Dinosaurs in Scotland? Well, uh, you know what? People weren't hitting 15s a lot, and they weren't doing slang. Back oh, then. okay, because yeah. golf has been around for a long time. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah. I think I got one more to ask you. Okay. <laughs> Archaeopteryx. That sounds like a Pokemon, by the way. It, it, they would have done it. Actually, the Arcter- Ar- Ar- well, Arcteryx is the clothing line. There is a Pokemon that's. There like is that. a Pokemon yeah, that sounds yeah. like that. Yeah. I learned this today. This is going to blow your mind. Okay. Do you know that Malia, like, what's the, remember the, uh, Barack Obama's daughter, oh. Malia? Uh huh. It's weird to think he was two presidents ago. Most, most presidents don't yeah. just do four years. Um, so Malia, did you know that's Hawaiian for Maria? No, I did not know that. It, it, I mean, I don't know. So like, do you, when you say it out loud, do you hear it? Try it out loud. Do you like Malia? Malia. Yeah, I hear well, it. Do I both of them. Malia. Malia Maria. Yeah. Malia Maria Maria Malia. Malia. Maria. Yeah. Maria Malia. Is it? Does it make me a bad person to realize that these were Pacific Islanders in the 1800s being taught this by Spanish? Uh, you know. Oh, and then it's, uh, so they were uh, just doing their R's and L's, and they're like, "Oh, it's yeah. Malia." And then the president named his daughter after that. <laughs> That's weird, right? It's pretty weird. Yeah, pretty weird. <laughs> pretty uh, am weird. I racist for saying that? Not for that. No, no, not for, not for that. Yeah, Other things. That. Talk to you later. When <laughs> well, a guy's banging you, y'all let me in his damn house. Oh, how about that? Come in the name of peace. L M F A O. Is Kevin McCarthy a moron? And if so, why? Why would you say something that stupid? I come without explanations or solutions. I'm a very sexy lady, cat turd. I will not suffer. This harlot. <laughs> How great an anti-American Marxist. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. Read the news. China is asshole. God bless the United States. <laughs> now this is podcasting.